Almost Daily Devotional, Cheerfulness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Proverbs 15.15 and another verse, yet another one that I have a hard time living out in my daily life. Alrighty, folks. Uh, welcome back once again to this uh, Almost Daily Devotional. And this is actually my second, uh, maybe even third attempt to record this. The first two attempts were an absolute miserable failure. Um, in fact, it was so funny because, well, it's actually not funny at all. But uh, today's topic is cheerfulness. And oh my gosh, did I just get the whole opposite feeling and vibe going on. Uh, the last time I've been struggling as a uh, d- been dealing with some p- parenting issues and had my daughter in the studio and and uh, had asked her to kind of uh, just uh, sit and hang out for a while. She's she's kind of getting some discipline and uh, she started pushing some buttons. And of course, obviously, I know as a father and as an individual, it's it's my decision on whether or not I allow things to get me upset or get me angry or anything like that. Actually, actually, none of those things actually get me angry. I, I chose to react the way that I did. And let's just say that, uh, well, I I couldn't quite honestly go with the, the vibe of today's devotional thought uh, in the mindset that I was in when I attempted to do it last time. So uh, I will confess to you all that I got angry canceled the show. There were a bunch of people that came to visit live as I was recording and streaming it out on the internet. Um, I canceled the show, turned off the stream, and I acted as a child and um, was very angry, very hurt, and very upset at at just the way things had uh, taken place. But uh, anyway, I went outside. I know that when you're under a lot of stress, it's good to go out and get some physical activity and to kind of just work all that anger and frustration out. And so uh, what normally takes me about mm, 45 minutes to an hour to cut the grass, I I think I cut the grass, the entire lawn, in under 19 minutes. So I was a little frustrated. It took a little while, some deep breathing, and and finally just uh, coming to my senses and saying, you know what, I just cannot get this angry. And so if nothing else, um, it makes today's devotional topic even that much more appropriate for things that I need to hear today in, my, in this attempt to daily renew my mind with God's word and, and what he has in store for me. So with that, here is Proverbs fifteen fifteen. It says, when a man is gloomy, everything seems to go wrong. When he is cheerful, everything seems right. Now, I can tell you that this um, this saying is pretty much, it, it's spot on. I, I can totally concur with this. Obviously, what am I to do? Sit here and tell me, I think the scripture is wrong in this instant. Absolutely not. I'm not going to ever say that. However, I will say that, I, I, let's just put it, this goes along with my experience, shall I say. Uh, the, the, I have experienced this truth in my life, both on the positive and the negative side of it. 
So there has been many a time, far too many a time, and unfortunately far too many of a time recently, where I've been gloomy and just down and just upset and frustrated and stressed and high anxiety and all of these other things. And whenever that is my mindset, I can tell you without any shadow of a doubt, everything seems to go wrong. It just, I don't know what it is, but it's just if you're in that mindset, you're in that mood and you let it take control, everything seems to go wrong. There's no doubt about that. And I know the opposite of this is true. I've lived it out even in my own life. When he is cheerful, it says, everything seems right. Not that everything's perfect and not that things don't go wrong. It's not that things don't go wrong when you're cheerful, but when you're cheerful and you have a cheerful, joyful heart, What I have experienced is that when things do go wrong, it's okay. It's going to be all right. And that's really what I think is is important to understand. And so, so much of what I face on a daily basis, I realize and I know in my heart that no matter what it is I'm facing, eventually with God's help and with discernment and with friends and with what God has surrounded me with, with the wisdom and knowledge that is available to me, that there's going to be some way, somehow, some, for everything's going to come together and it's all going to work out for, you know, maybe it's not going to be the way I want. Maybe it's not going to be easy and maybe it's not going to work out right now, but in the end, I know it will. So anyway, let me read to you what this devotional guide that I have in front of me says about Proverbs 15.15. It says, cheerfulness is a wonderful antidote to stress. And as believers who have been saved by a risen Christ, why shouldn't we be cheerful? The answer, of course, is that we have every reason to honor our Savior with joy in our hearts, smiles on our faces, and words of celebration on our lips. Do you see how as I read that I'm trying to read this now from a cheerful heart and a completely renewed mind uh, because I will tell you when I tried this about an hour and a half ago this was not how I was feeling. It was not anywhere near how I was feeling. There's just no way I could have continued that recording and so I had to walk away. In fact, I, I'm, I'm a little ashamed that I walked away the way, the way that I did. But I'm so thankful that at least I understood what the scripture was saying. And as I was, I was like, God, just tell me what, and I'm out there cutting the grass as fast as anybody could ever possibly cut grass. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, just talking to God, say, help me out here. And, uh, you know, the, these words were coming through my mind. It's like, you know what? When you're gloomy like this, everything seems to go wrong. And I came inside and I was still a little gloom and blah, 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 and all these other things. And and, <laughs> and it just, you know, I just said, you know what? I'm not going to be able to keep this up. I, this, You know, if I continue to live life like this, I know that I'm heading for a stroke, heart attack, or something else. And, and that's just not the way I want to live my life. And it's not the way that I want my daughter to see me react to, to whatever it is that I face. And so I realized that I totally screwed up and I I came back in, I told my daughter, I said, listen, you saw me act like a child and you know what? I apologize. It was not the right way for me to act. I, I did explain to her exactly what it was that, you know, what she had done that I had reacted to. 
Uh, and I explained to her that she didn't make me angry. I chose to be angry the way that I was angry. However, there were some things that she did that were inappropriate, and uh, that's what I was reacting to. But on top of that, there were many other things and other circumstances way beyond her control. And so I, I really tried to calm it down. And and I, I think that I'm coming to this place now where hopefully throughout the rest of this night, I'll be able to practice this promise that when a man is gloomy, everything seems to go wrong. But if you're cheerful, when he is cheerful, everything seems right. And so um, anyway, let's see here. Christ promises us a light. Okay, this is the other part of the devotional guide here. Um, there's one more paragraph. And this paragraph, I, I want to... I want to share it with you, and and I, I want to question maybe my interpretation of what it's saying, because according to my interpretation of what it's saying, I'm not quite sure, um, you know, that, that I, I'm okay with what it's saying here. It says, Christ promises, okay, it says, Christ promises us lives of abundance and joy if we accept his love and his grace, yet sometimes even the most righteous among us are beset, are, are beset by fits of ill temper and frustration. Oh my gosh, does that just hit the nail on the head of exactly what I was talking about today? Yet sometimes even the most righteous, now not to say that I'm the most righteous by any stretch of the imagination, but it does say that even the uh, most righteous among us are beset by fits of ill temper and frustration. And I'm thankful that I didn't let the video stay on for too long because they would have certainly seen a fit of ill temper and frustration. During these moments, we may not feel like turning our thoughts and prayers to Christ, but that's precisely what we should do. And let me tell you, I I didn't do it in the most graceful way, let me tell you, but that's exactly what I did do. I'm like, come on, I, I need to get this out of my heart. I cannot live like this. And it says, when we do so, we simply can't stay grumpy for long. And this is true. This is true. And I'm so thankful for my wife who, who you know, just gave me some space, but then spoke some truth into my heart and into my mind and into my life. And uh, I just love her and thank her for that. And uh, the one thing I question, though, is this, this understanding that Christ promises us lives of abundance and joy if we accept his love and grace. And, you know, I, you know, I understand that joy is not the same as happiness. I understand that. You can experience joy even in uncertain times, in times that just aren't that great. But this does God really promise us lives of abundance? That's a question I have. You know, I've heard this, um, you know, I hear a lot of people preach that. But you know what? Christ also, and if I'm not mistaken, Christ almost promised us or also promised us that we would have trials and difficulties in this life. And uh, I don't have the scripture on that one right in front of me, but I, I do happen to know that he says, listen, in this life, you will experience many difficult things. And and so I don't know. I'm wondering if maybe I'm interpreting their their thought of abundance and joy in the wrong way. But, 
you know, uh, that's something for another day. And in fact, if you want, if you ever want to leave feedback on the Almost Daily Devotional, I'm not going to ever play feedback here in the Almost Daily Devotional podcast, but any feedback regarding any of the topics here for the Almost Daily Devotional, if you call in on our listener line, uh, what I'll do is I will play those and, and DG and I or somebody and I will comment on that in the About the Church podcast, which you can also find at gspn.tv. So I just want to read to you and end this by uh, giving you a couple quotes here uh, that are listed in the uh, devotional guide. It says, God is good and heaven is forever. And if those two facts don't cheer you up, nothing will. And that is from, uh, it looks like Mary T. Freeman. And it says, be assured, my dear friend, that it is no joy to God in seeing you with a dreary countenance. And that is from uh, C.H. Spurgeon. And then St. Francis of Assisi said, It is not fitting when one is in God's service to have a gloomy face or a chilling look. Now, the only thing I'll say to that is that, you know what? Don't ever sit there and try to be anything that you're not. And that is certainly something that I think we need to remember is, you know what? I'm not certain that it's always, you know, when somebody's in God's servants service, I don't think that it's, anti-Christian to have a gloomy face or a chilling look. But I think that when we do get one, I think we need to be reminded of Proverbs 15, 15 that does say, when a man is gloomy, everything seems to go wrong. But when he is cheerful, everything seems right. So if you're like me and you face a lot of daily stresses and uh, frustrations, what can you do? Well, you could get gloomy And chances are, things aren't going to get too much better. But if you turn to God, you know, I do believe that his love and his grace will bring about cheerfulness in our hearts. And if we have that, we can't be gloomy too long. God bless you today.